Welcome to the Adventures in Online Business podcast, a podcast of two guys thinking out loud while building and scaling their online businesses. Now, if you enjoy the podcast, we'd ask that you go to your favorite podcast app or player and rate, review, and subscribe. Now, without further ado, here are those two guys building and scaling their online businesses, Stephen Faust and Michael Tanner. Michael, how's it going this week, sir? Happy New Year. Hey, Stephen. Happy New Year to you, man. How are you? Oh, man, I'm great. I had a great Christmas holiday. You know, we're on a new we're in a new year, 2021. Yeah. And how are you feeling about things in this brand new year? Uh, I'm good, man. I, I assume you're like me and you're glad to see 2020 gone. Uh, I, I got big hopes for 2021. I got big plans here in 2021. I know you do as well. Um, but, you know, pandemic or not, I've got good plans, big plans for 2021. And uh, I'm just glad to see 2020 in the rearview mirror now. I'm with you. I'm, I'm excited about the vaccine whenever that's available for me to, to take. I'm excited to have a possibility of 2021 being the year that the pandemic gets behind us in, in right. at least a, a big way or a large way. Uh, so I'm excited about what this year holds. And I am like you. I am so happy to get 20. 20 done and buried out of the way. It was such a crazy year, but as in everything, it's renewal time. We have a new year ahead of us. We've had a great holiday, the family, everything's been going well. And you know what else I'm excited about in 2021 is the fact that we get to start this brand new year, both of us, with a very, the clearest view of what our business can be from start to finish in a new year. The last year, it, we we were figuring a lot of things out and, and that won't stop. But I think the clarity that both you and I enter 2021 with and the things that we're most focused to work on in our businesses has never been clearer than it is today. What do you think? No, I totally agree with you. You know, I think in the years past, 2020 and maybe 2019, uh, you and I were both were in that, transition from hobby to business phase, right? We, we had these passions. We had things uh, that we wanted to offer to people and, and serving them and bringing value to them. But we, we had all these questions about, well, how do I convert that passion and that desire to serve others, this hobby? How do I convert this into a business and earn revenue from it? And, and we, we enjoyed some success, some level of success in 2020 with that. Uh, we both earned some revenue there. But I'm like you, to me, this, you know, here at January the 4th of 2021, this feels like the first full year, one where I already have some revenue behind me and, and, and I have some coming, right? I see revenue coming down the pipe at me as well. Uh, and I have a plan. I actually have a rather detailed plan for different revenue streams and how much my forecast of those revenue streams are. And, and so I, I'm with you. I, I feel like it's a real business now. And this now is the, is the first time for me to start a full year with a plan and a revenue strategy and, and just seeing all the activities in front of me that I need to do to make those revenue uh, plans a reality. So I'm, I'm super excited to get this year started with that plan in front of me. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like a great place to start our first podcast episode of 2021. Why don't we take a look at 
maybe the year ahead and some of the some of the the mountains we want to move, some of the things we're doing to uh, in in action, the actions yeah. we're taking, the steps we're taking, how we're leveraging our relationship and the relationship in our mastermind group and and the plans we've put into place in Q4 of last year to really think more clearly about those things. What do you think about we start this new year with talking a little bit about that? No, I, I like it. I, you know, we it's uh, it's obviously very timely uh, with the first of the year here. And but we just no late October, I think it was last year, we had a podcast episode where we shared with the audience the uh, planning activities that we were doing for the new year. And then I know we did a, a rerun of that last week while we were on break for Christmas. We did a rerun of that. And so now it's really timely to come back to the audience and say, okay, now that we have a plan and now that it's the beginning of the year, how do we plan to track ourselves according to that plan? How do we plan to execute according to that plan? How do we, uh, you know, how do we intend to hold ourselves accountable to that plan and so forth. So I think it's really good that we, that we talk through that. So, so I'll, I'll kind of kick us off with this. Um, we explained in our previous episodes that we built these plans for our business in the midst of our mastermind group. Uh, so you built one, you built a plan for 2021. I built one, uh, our, our friend Heather built one. And then we all presented these plans to the mastermind group. We got feedback on those plans and we adjusted them and, and made some changes to them based on that feedback. But now here we are, we're starting the year. And as a mastermind group, I think it's important that we talk about how we plan to, to as individuals, stick to our plans, but then as a group, hold each other accountable to those plans. And I know one of the things that we've decided to do, we meet on a weekly basis as a part of our mastermind group. And what we've decided to do is take the first meeting of every month, and this will be starting in February, but the first meeting of every month, starting in February, each of us will review our past month's revenue against plan. So we had a plan, we had a forecast for every month, how much revenue we were going to earn. And then we will track that individually and then present that to the mastermind group at the beginning of every month. And so the first meeting of February I'll be presenting, hey guys, here's what my revenue looked like in January. Here was my plan. You know, I'm either above plan, below plan, on plan, whatever it might be. And no doubt we will talk a little bit of strategy. If I'm below plan, we'll talk strategy, how to get back on track and things like that. But those mastermind meetings is how we intend to hold one another accountable to the, the plans that we've put together in 2021. And that's the key word to me. It's accountability. It's it's a little bit scary. It's a little bit scary to have to come into the mastermind group and report out as to the successes that we've had in the prior month. But but that's the importance. That that's why it's so important. It's because we are accountable first to ourselves and then to our our group with bringing that information to the table. It's kind of like Pat Flynn did early on in his journey, where he did these monthly income reports. Right. And he was very transparent. He was so transparent that he he put it on the homepage of his website. It says, hey, here's how much money I've made. And that if you've listened to any of his content over the years, that is one way that he stayed hyper accountable to the journey he's on, the thing, the, the content and the products and services he was creating. 
And it's no different from from what we're doing. The only difference between Pat Flynn and you and I and Heather from our mastermind team, mastermind group, is the fact that he's a dozen years ahead of us, number right. one. And he's got a lot more zeros in his bank account than That's we right. have, right? Yes. So yes. He's, he's really stuck with it. And it's something that we are striving to do and, and will do. It's it's number one, if you're not in the, I've said this, I'm a broken record. If you're not in a mastermind mm. group, call it what you will. Call it a call it a small team, call it a mastermind group, call it a, a couple of good friends getting together. Whatever you want to call it is fine. But if if you are not taking advantage of at least one other person in your life that's on a journey that is somewhat similar to yours and using that relationship to feed off each other, build accountability, use each other to bounce ideas off of and, and go to when the chips are down and you need a little bit of a, of a boost, go get that. You're really missing out. And, and there are so many people that, that just miss out on that opportunity. So go find somebody like that. Go find somebody to build relationship with. It's on the path that you're on and you're going to get so much value of it. For Michael and I, it's each other and it's Heather and our, and our mastermind group. And we've got together. So as you mentioned in Q4 of last year, we got together and we, and I think it was you that came up with the idea that, you know, hey, let's let's bring into one of our mastermind meetings. As a matter of fact, it was over three sessions, right. three sessions. And our sessions are uh, typically 90 minutes long, our sessions. And each session included uh, your plan for 2021, my plan, and then Heather's plan. And then we we shared that information with others in the group. We yep. provided feedback, feedback and insight. And then we challenged each other to say, hey, Michael, why is your number X when we think it could be Y? And we've had that back and forth questions and answers and yep. kind of put that challenge out there. And and that really helps all of us stay accountable and stay aggressive and stay forward leaning in our businesses. So that said, we've come up with our plans. We've all sat down and went through them together. We are now faced at the beginning of this year with having uh, an expectation and accountability to execute to these plans. And I feel good about it because this is the first year that I've gone into a brand new year with such clarity and such a roadmap that points me in the direction of travel here. So I'm excited about that, where we stand, where we're jumping off from here. And I'm I'm looking, really looking forward to, uh, and a little nervous about the accountability right. and things that we have to, to um, uh, lean on going forward. So w what do you think? You want to talk about some of this stuff? Well, I, uh, just a couple of things based on what you were saying there, I think is is important to highlight for the our audience too, is that Yes, I'm excited. I, I feel like I have a plan and I feel like I'm in a real business, not not a hobby anymore, still trying to figure out how to make revenue. But I agree with you. There's there's a lot of uh, of uh, of scariness associated with sitting down and building that plan. But I'll just tell you then there's a lot of anxiety about then sharing that plan with other people because basically what you're saying is guys, hey, here's what success looks like for me. For me and my business, and and you're kind of holding it up almost like a scoreboard, right? You know, I'm a big sports guy, and so you're holding it up like a scoreboard and saying, here's the score that represents a win, that represents success for me next year. And 
the scary part of that is if I didn't do that, then you guys wouldn't know what winning looked like for me. And so almost anything I did this year, right? Almost any kind of revenue I brought would somewhat be a win, but that's just not true, right? I mean, I I could have I could have sold one workshop this year and you guys, well, okay, well, he got some revenue, but but no, I've held up a scoreboard and said, this is winning. And it's a lot more than one score or one workshop, by the way. Um, but then there's a lot of kind of anxiety and fear in doing that. But then also to come every month, as we talked about and say, okay, here's what winning looks like. And as you can see, I'm not on track to do that, or I am on track to do that, whatever the case may be. But there's a little bit of anxiety associated with that as well. But I know not everybody's like me, but once I get over that, once I, once I put the scoreboard up there and I get over that fear and put the scoreboard up in front of you guys, now my competitive nature has kicked in. Okay. The score is up there and now the competitive nature is kicked in and I want to do whatever necessary to, to beat that score. And in fact, I'll just tell you, you guys probably, you and Heather know me well enough to know this already, I guess, but I presented my plan first and I noticed after all three plans were presented, your plans, yours and Heather's both have higher revenues in the plan than my plan does this year. Uh, and so the competitive nature in me is now kicking in. And not only do I want to beat my own scoreboard, I want to beat you guys as well. So we'll see how it goes. And I loved it that you went first. That was, <laughs> it was sure a beautiful did. thing. I'm glad I did not draw the short straw there because you, you laid it down. Not, not only did you lay down the plan from a revenue and revenue stream standpoint, but you laid down the format. Is this going to be somebody coming to the table with a napkin holding up in front of the camera going, here's my plan? No, no, no. Michael came to the table with a PowerPoint and spreadsheets yeah, and, you know, because we're geeks, we're nerds, right? Yeah, this is what exactly. we do. And exactly. um, uh, so I'm like, OK, game on, game on. All right. No problem. I was second up and I'm like, OK, I'm going to that's a good starting point. Michael put a good starting point out there. So I got to take it up a notch here. So I I, uh, I followed suit with uh, some uh, spreadsheets and, and PowerPoints and Heather did the same thing. But I think if you, you take all that that wrapper off and you're left with what the plan really is, and and I'll say I'll I'll just say it. Yeah, I think you lowballed a little bit. I think you lowballed. <laughs> I, th I think you threw a little little underhanded uh, pitch to the plate that anybody can hit a home run on. So I, I think I think you might be right, and you pointed that out. <laughs> uh, in fact, uh, 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 um, my plan today is higher than it was originally when I presented it. Uh, if you remember, and that's because of the pushback that you gave me. And you were right in that pushback, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and, and so. Uh, I took that and said, you know what, you're right. So I upped my numbers. Uh, and maybe those numbers are still too low. Yeah, um, but you know so what? We'll it's but, but it's went, it, it has went up from your original estimate. And, yes. you know, not to let the cat out of the bag, you've already lined up some workshops here early in the year that are already on the books. So maybe it was, maybe it was, a little bit of pressure to say, Hey, I think you're lowballing here a little bit that maybe yeah. some of that went into you saying, you know what, I'm going to line up some deals here. I'm going to line up some workshops and I'm going to go get it done here. And, and I think, I think your, your 
you're well on your way. And I think some of the things that I've struggled with that you've struggled with just collectively in our mastermind, it's where do we price things? How do we do things? How yeah. do we how do we get beyond the imposter syndrome and say, you know what, my time and and content and teaching is valuable. And then to be able to charge for that and to have companies and and people actually paying you that higher mm-hmm. amount now, it I think that's a real breakthrough for you and one that I'm using, you know, to help myself as well to really understand because yeah. I think you've really broken through there. Yeah, you know, you're you're right. And I and we should I should be transparent with with our audience. I've been transparent with you. Um and I should uh, do the same with our audience. I have a couple of workshops that uh, are I'm going to execute those here in the first quarter uh, of this year. Well, I actually invoiced those last year. I invoiced those in early to mid December. Uh, but I told you this, and I'll tell the audience too. I was a little anxious about the idea of invoicing those in December because I was actually hoping that they would wait until January to pay instead of paying for for those workshops right away. Because if they paid right away, of course they would go into 2020 revenue. But I wouldn't be able to get. I wouldn't have the opportunity to count them as credit to my 2021 plan. Um, so I, I'm really appreciative that those two waited till January. So now I've got those two in the bag. So I'm definitely off to a really good start. And and here's the thing: that's what creating a plan, and that's what sharing the plan with others and using others as accountability partners for your plan does. It creates a sense of urgency. If I hadn't done that plan, and if I hadn't have presented that to you all, I doubt I would be so urgent about let's get some workshops in the books, let's get them invoiced, let's get them paid so that I'm, I'm, you know, on track according to my plan. That sense of urgency wouldn't be in me if I didn't first have this plan and have you guys as accountability to that. Well, and you're the first, just so everyone knows, Michael is the first person I've ever met in my life who is actually worried about getting paid too fast. (laughs) So... I want to have that problem in spades. So it, it's it's uh, it's funny. So uh, it, it's good stuff. But, you know, one could argue that even if you would have gotten paid in 2020, that the actual delivery of the content isn't till 2021. So I don't yes. know if I'm uh, if I'm you, I'd be arguing that oh, that's 2021. You know what? I'd be arguing it's both 2020 yes. and 2021. You're right. You're, you're, you're right in that. I, I, but I just want to, you know, c- come February when we have that first meeting where we put up January revenue, uh, I, I'm looking forward to having those two workshops revenue arriving in January because that will put me definitely ahead of schedule uh, according to the plan there. Yeah, my guess is you're going to have a couple others uh, either close to signing or in the books uh, on the schedule by then as well. So I know I know some of these that you you have coming up are going to possibly yield more. And that's the great thing about the business model that you have is, mm-hmm. is your, this business to business model, at least with these initial workshops that as you do them and as you create transformation and as you have wins and people begin to benefit from your content, that's just going to, just going to expand. And mm-hmm. you, like the old commercial with the, remember the double mint twins? Remember the, remember the double mint twins? 
I, do, I, I yes. don't know if that was a commercial. Yes. They just come to mind. It was. But, it was. Uh, you know, they tell two friends and they tell two friends and so on and so on and so on. And mm-hmm. um, I, I think that is likely to be an outcome by the workshops that you I know you've already done one workshop and I know that workshop has led to uh, another workshop. And I'm thinking that that workshop, which is scheduled for uh, to begin a, a seven week series here in January, right. that's going to lead potentially based on how great your content is and how people feel that the transformation is going, that's going to lead to more workshops. And as I look at your 2021 kind of outlook here, and I won't go into all the numbers, but I can just tell you that you've only got four workshops. You are a sandbagger, my friend. You have four (laughs) workshops on the calendar for 2021 in your goals. And you've already got two of them in the books that they're on the schedule. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, basically what I did was I just put a workshop per quarter this year, right? And thought, well, okay, surely I can snag one workshop each quarter. Uh, and you're right. I mean, I'm basically doing two in the in the first quarter. The second one, it goes a little bit into April. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but technically it's starting here in first quarter. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I've already got two in, in, in the first quarter. And, and I know this is not – we weren't intending to talk mastermind and promote mastermind group and all that. Um, but – but that's another part of the mastermind group that we have that is so phenomenal is now is now I have the the plan in front of me and I have the revenue forecasted out in front of me. Uh, and my hot seat last week, I came to you guys and said, Hey, I need you guys to help me figure out what, what are the things I need to be doing to get a re- to generate the leads that I need. And then how do I need to be engaging those leads and then converting those leads into new customers and then as a part of that, we also talked about uh, recommendations. And so we got into, we'll use the clients that I already have and, and make sure that I'm leveraging those effectively to get recommendations for more clients. And so again, just the power of the mastermind has helped me to validate this plan, build and validate this plan. But now the power of the mastermind is helping me execute this plan as well. So I, again, I know we're not talking masterminds and all the the benefits of it, but uh, it's just, it's comforting to know that I'm not going through this alone and people are out there to help me figure this out uh, and equally committed to it. So, and that's uh, the main thing. That's huge. You're right. And that's the main thing. It's as you were saying that I was thinking exactly what you ended with there, which is no one wants to go through this, this journey alone, especially when, it's a journey we haven't been on before. It's a journey that we're trying to figure out. As you said early on so perfectly, it's, you know, we had a hobby. We had, we had something we wanted to do and it was a hobby and it's a hobby because we weren't making any money. Right. right? And we were spending money on uh, development and courses and tools and things. And we weren't replacing that money we were spending out of our own pockets uh, with money earned from the things we were doing. But now right. 2021 is is set up and, and I'm convinced that we wouldn't get to where we're talking about today had we not gone through 2020, 2019 and all of, of the course. struggles, right? It's like anything right. in life. You've got to struggle. You've got to learn to crawl. You've got to learn to walk and you've got to learn to run. And people, you just don't, you just don't wake up and all of a sudden have workshops on the schedule and all. It is a it's a bit of a grind, a bit of a journey, a bit of a, you got to figure things out. You got to fall down. You got to fail. You've got to, you got to have some bad days to figure it out. But 
what we're trying to do, what we're working to do through this podcast is to lessen those days for you. Lessen those days where it may have taken us a year or two years. Maybe it'll take you three months or six months and you could do it faster because you've picked up on one or two insights from the things that we've talked about that can help you get there. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited about 2021. You're off to the races with workshops. I know you have some online courses planned later in the year from, let's say, uh, the second half of the year. Right. Uh, yeah. And some coaching that I know that uh, you're looking to do. I know you're already doing some coaching with mm-hmm. individuals and you have that built into your plan. And, and interesting uh, and people may not know this, and, and if they've listened to the podcast for a while now, they know you've done a couple um, talks or or, or speeches. Right. Uh, right. And I know you've really looked at integrating some of that into your plan for 2021. I believe specifically you would you are planning to do about two keynote addresses. Is something you would like to figure out how to incorporate into your plan? Yeah, you know when we when we covered our plans in. in in that podcast episode 55, I think it was, I, I talked about the three main revenue streams for me here in 2021 are, are trading time for money. Uh, so it's workshops. Um, I plan, I, I'm sure that most of my 2021 workshops are going to be virtual, just like the, the they were in 2020, but nonetheless, they're going to be workshops. Uh, so I'm leading a group of people in that workshop. So it's time for money, coaching, one-on-one coaching, and then keynote speeches. So that's the bulk of my revenue plan next year. And then I do plan to have online courses. I already have one, but plan to have more. And the thought process there is I put those course, the course revenue in the second half of the year, thinking that a lot of the time for money effort that I'm going to do with workshops and speeches and things like that would start to feed people into the courses, right? So that's why I put that revenue out to in the second half of the year. But but now my plan is to begin to track each of those individual streams of revenue, right? So as I go, as we go through here the month of January, then any revenue that comes in for coaching, then I'm going to track that actual revenue, you know, in a line item in my PL and my profit and loss. I'm going to track that as a line item of actual for coaching. And then uh, actual revenue for workshops and in in uh, keynote speeches if I happen to land one in January, and it gets paid in January, and then at the end of or, or I'm sorry at the beginning of February when I get together with you guys then I will present that and I'm I'm inv- I haven't put it together yet but I'm envisioning there's going to be some kind of line graph that represents well here is here's the the trajectory that I need to be on for my workshop revenue. And, you know, and here's a red line that shows you where I am. And I'm either above the line or below the line. Um, And then I'll do the same thing for coaching and for keynotes. And then I'll do uh, one for overall revenue, right? Because I may be above track in my overall revenue, but below it in, say, coaching. And then I'll have you guys to kind of talk through, well, is that okay? Or should I really focus on coaching and bring that up? Or... Am I going to be able to make up the loss in coaching in my workshops? And so I should stay focused on workshops. So I'll be able to talk through the strategy. If one area of my revenue stream gets below track, then I'll be able to talk through it with you guys and just, and determine that might be okay, especially if some other revenue stream is is performing better than, than had planned. 
Right. So that's how I plan to, to track everything and present it to you guys. And then course correct along the way every month, if necessary. Yeah. It sounds like you're laying down the, uh, the expectation on how, how you're going to start out reporting your stuff. You're going to put pressure on Heather and I to bring it. You better bring some pretty graphs, man. There better be some pretty graphs in this stuff. <laughs> oh, wow. And, and, you know, for me, what I'm looking at for 2021 is is a few revenue streams as well. So everybody knows that's listened to the podcast, recognizes I purchased a couple of websites a few months back. So I'm still working through and probably will be for quite a bit of 2021, improving those, getting those you know, over to WordPress at some point, uh, making sure I can protect the search engine optimization on on that. But my one of my large revenue streams or one of the four or five revenue streams that I have for 2021 is is ad revenue. It's it's not something I'd probably do if I was starting a website out necessarily is try to plaster ads all over it. But the two sites that I bought were already monetizing for a number of years with this model. So I'm not changing it. I'm just kind of keeping that going. So there's an aspect of revenue that I'm expecting from 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 different display ads and things on these two websites. Another part of my revenue for 2021 is is really ramping up and figuring out how to get better at marketing and selling my online course around Army Promotion Points. So that's something that I'm doing. I'm actually in some other uh, uh, training and coaching now to get better at live launches and to get better at webinars and to really step out of my comfort zone and do some of those things where I haven't done them in the past. So I'm a little just apprehensive and, and you use the word, you know, anxiety. I have some anxiety about that just because I haven't done it. And, and I've got to just get out of my own way and just go for it. Even if it turns into an epic failure out of the gate, but learn from that and just right. go push forward. And I've actually set February 5th as a, as kind of a stake in the ground to do my first live webinar. Uh, we'll see, we'll see how that trek goes, but I'm, I'm uh, dedicated to, to meeting that timeline. So online courses is a big stream for me. Then I'm thinking other digital products. That's a part of my revenue for this year as well, uh, which is I've already, already have one small digital product that I sell anywhere from three to $500 a month on just passively. Uh, I'm looking at improving that product, ramping that product up a little bit, making it a little bit uh, deeper, better, broader of a product that's going to appeal better. And with that, increase the price point on that a little bit. And then I'm also looking at, as you are in the back half of the year with courses, I'm looking kind of at the April, May timeframe on is, developing another product that I just recently, as you know, ran a, a survey on and got some really good feedback within my community. And uh, I'm thinking about how to put together another digital product around that topic as well, which is uh, awards in the military, mm -hmm. awards in the army. So I have that baked in as a kind of a revenue stream. I, I have to go create that. I have to go market that. I haven't done any of that yet, but I'm thinking kind of as we get to the second half of the year, that could be a, a good possibility and one that I'm counting on here. And then lastly, some coaching, uh, not, not as much as what you're doing in your model, but I think from an ancillary standpoint, other small opportunities that present themselves as a result of selling marketing and selling the online courses, the digital products, things like that. There could be occasions 
that uh, a one-on-one coaching relationship might seem to be a fit. I have a little bit of revenue tied into that, not a lot, but the biggest ones are the online course sales and the the advertising that I have on the website. So it would be the top one and two uh, revenue streams for me going into 2021. But the good thing is, is I have a plan. Right. I got a plan. I know what they are. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, so, 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 you know, the, the, the past couple of years, you know, we took some action and we took some action kind of with this preemptive of let's try this and see if this works. And so every action that we were taking, we always have in the back of your mind, you have this, well, I wonder if this works. I wonder if this is what I really should be doing or not. But now that we have gotten beyond that, we've, we've generated some revenue and now we have a plan. Then to your point, we know the things that we need to be doing and we know they're the right things to be doing because they're leading to the plan, right? They're directed by the plan. Uh, I was just talking to you before we jumped on and and turned on a recording that uh, I'm going to be taking a LinkedIn course uh, at the here the first of the year. And, and I know that's the right thing to do. I know it's the right thing to do. And, and I've considered courses in the past and, and I, I declined them. I, I ultimately didn't do them because I just didn't have that feeling that is, is it right or isn't it right? But now that I have a plan, now that I've vetted that plan with you guys, and then now that I've gotten in the mastermind and said, okay, guys, what do you think are my best strategies for executing this plan? And I got feedback from you all and, and included that in, into my plan. Now I know exactly what I need to now go and do. And the idea of taking a LinkedIn course, it's perfect. I, I, I'm doing that with complete confidence that it's the right thing to do and that it will pay for itself and that it will lead to the revenue that I need according to my plan. And, and so you have the same luxury with your ads and, and with the, 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 uh, the webinars and all that you're planning to do. And you, you have that mapped out how that's then going to lead into the revenue that you want. So, yeah, we're going to be busy. Yeah, we're going to be working hard. But the luxury we have this year is we know the hard work we're doing is the right work to be doing. Yeah, and because I have, let me count them here, five things on my on my plan for this year, that is telling me I have five things to focus on. And the 28 other things I normally do, I, right. I have a reason to set those aside, to not let them be distractions, and to, to regroup and refocus on the five things that my plan is built on. So in the past, yeah. in the past, this year I have a PL like you. Last year, in the years prior, I had a PH, which is a pray and hope. <laughs> right? right. I had I to pray that. and hope, not the profit and loss. So I right. love yes. I love the fact that both of us have a roadmap. Now, like any journey and in, in that you're on, there's a chance that you're gonna hit some bumpy spots. There's a chance you're going to take a left when you should have taken a right. That's called being a human and making mistakes and learning from them. This doesn't guarantee us anything, but what it does do is it puts in front of us the things that we have said are the most important things to focus on. And if we can do that 80% of the time, Mm -hmm. chances are we're going to experience so much more success than we've ever experienced in the past. And with that, I'm really excited about the possibilities of 2021. Yes, totally. Me too. I mean, here we are again, January 4th, we're getting this year started. We're both excited. We both have 
plans. We have a scoreboard in front of us. Uh, we have people helping us execute to win the game. Uh, so, you know, I, I said earlier in the beginning, I'm glad 2020 is behind me. Uh, yes, the pandemic and all that, it, it may, uh, you know, continue on here in 2021, but I've got big hopes. I've got big plans for 2021. And it's because I've got this plan. I've got this scoreboard. I've got this team of people helping me to, to execute to that plan. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm just super excited about it. It's going to be a big, big win for all of us, uh, both of us in our business and, and Heather as well yeah. uh, this year uh, in 2021. It, it's, it's, it's a recipe. It's a cake recipe for success. Yeah. All of those ingredients, every one of those ingredients play such a significant role. And without one of them, you, you don't have the, the cake. Right. The cake's kind of floppy looking. It doesn't taste good. It's, there's something going on with it. So well, I would encourage all of our listeners out there, you can have absolutely your plan, your journey, your goals, your dreams, but do it with someone else, one or more people yeah. to help you see things that you don't necessarily see for yourself to have the insight from outside of the bottle. Like we talk about when you're inside of the bottle, you cannot read the label. You need someone outside of the bottle. For me, that's Michael and Heather who can help me read that label and I can return the favor and help them read the label as well. So you have that community of people that you trust that you work through this together you have a plan, you know your journey, you have these goals. With that, I would say you have a chance to be successful at a much higher level than if you just kind of threw it all against the wall, yep. see what sticks, and hope that you come out on the other end in a positive way. So great conversation. You want to you wrap us up with any final thoughts and button us up? Yeah, you know, I think I'll say this. First of all, I, I I don't want anyone to listen to our episode here on January the 4th. Maybe it's the first one, I don't know. And, and get the perception that you and I have these overnight successes, right? We built a plan in October, and now here in January, we're executing that plan. And and overnight, we're having this success. The, the, the workshops that I have booked here in Q1 of 2020, this all started in 2019. So this is two years in the making. This overnight success is two years in the making. I know you've got a, a similar time frame, and you, you've even made some pivots along the way and all that. So don't think that it's an overnight success, but also don't think that you've got to wait two years like Stephen and I did to build a plan and get a mastermind and uh, in a mastermind group and all that. You don't have to wait two years. You can do that right away. Um, you build your plan and then you execute against that plan no matter how early you are in your adventure in online business you you go ahead and build that plan because of all the benefits we've talked about here in this in this podcast build your plan execute to the plan and get some help and accountability as you do that so um, be sure you go and check out our show notes uh, adventures in online you'll find the show notes for this episode as well as every other episode we've done. This is number 65. Can't believe 65 episodes we've got in the bag already there, Stephen. But episode number 65 here, Adventures in Online Business. While you're there, you can find links to Stephen and everything that he's doing there in his business as well as everything I'm doing in my business as well. You'll, you'll find those links there. So here we are, January of 2021. We're encouraging you, go build your business. So go get after it. 